Don't worry about if it's reciprocated or not. Don't worry about what the response is. Yeah. Worry about what you're doing. Thank you for joining us for the Blended Kingdom Families podcast. This podcast is for blended families, the people who love them, and anyone who just wants to improve their marriage and family relationships. BKF exists to break the cycle of divorce, equip marriages, and unite blended families with the truth of God's Word. It is our hope that today you will receive biblical guidance and practical resources that will bring unity and peace to create your thriving, healthy home. Let's jump in. Hey guys, welcome back to the BKF Podcast. Happy holidays to you. Hope you are having a wonderful, wonderful day. If you haven't already, please take an opportunity, like, share, comment, leave us a review. We would love to hear from you uh, on your feedback on our podcast. If you're listening on Audible, just know that the full video format of this podcast is on our YouTube channel. You can go see our bright, shiny, smiley faces, and uh, we'd love to have you there as well. We're going to conclude kind of our holiday uh, series. Uh, uh, We've done three prior to this. Uh, If you haven't checked those out, we talk about transition, we talk about uh, transitions. We talk about traditions, yes. those words mixed up. Uh, but today we're going to talk about really what it's like to be extending the olive branch. And this mm-hmm. is probably one of my favorite ones that we're going to do of the season, because I, I said this in a previous podcast. I love that the holidays give us an opportunity to start building better relationships with our co-parents. And yeah. it is such a heightened emotional time mm-hmm. that is such a great time to be like, let's start. Let's yeah. start with something small, whether that's, you know, working a better schedule or sharing children in better ways or transitioning in better ways. Yeah. But this is all about extending the olive branch. So a great question. You're like, I don't want to extend the olive branch. So guys, why should you extend the olive branch? Yeah. Um, you know, it helps in our own healing and our own bitterness and resentment um, because our, our resentment is what will weigh us down. And we've said this before that if you think of anger and resentment as a root like that root of bitterness is going to spread out. Um, you know, if you think of the yeah. tree, you know, they always talk about the canopy, the roots will spread out as wide as the canopy of the tree. And so if, if your roots are, f- are filled with anger and resentment and bitterness, that's only going to manifest in the relationships closest to you, which is your marriage. It's your children. It's your, mm. maybe it's your coworkers at work, your close friends. Um, and so just know that whenever we can, um, lay down our pride when we can walk in humility and mercy and grace for one another. Um, we got, that's God's going to transform our heart in that and in our obedience to do that. Um, and, uh, you know, ultimately Mm -hmm. when we can break down that hardness that's in our heart, um, and, and extend that olive branch, we're going to see some really amazing things happen. Not only, Uh, Can it happen in your relationship with your co-parent and ex-spouse, but with your children? Yeah. And as you were saying that, I was just, you know, thinking through all the different blended families that we've met with and all the different ones that we interviewed, like on the project and all of them desire a good co-parenting relationship. I don't think anybody looks at this and says, I, you know, they understand that they share a child or children together and they don't want to have a contentious, angry bitter relationship, but a lot of them just don't know how to start and really don't know why, or like, as your question was, is why should I, Yeah. you know, why should I do that? Yeah. The one thing I would say is it will help your children develop closer relationships and will help them develop as, um, better humans. I, children are amazingly emotionally intelligent more than you think. Mm -hmm. And they see 
more than you think. They hear a lot more than you think. Mm -hmm. And they know. They know that when mom and dad don't like each other, that's not a, that's not the right place to be. Yeah. So by extending the olive branch, it makes your child feel less conflicted Mm -hmm. about their parents. Yeah. Makes them feel like they don't have to choose, like they can just be. Yeah. They can just be, they don't have to be that parent's favorite or this one's favorite. Mm -hmm. That one doesn't have to, they can just be themselves. Yeah. And, you know, I think another reason why should we ex- should extend the olive branch? And I love that, you know, we've t- we just we've already talked about it. It helps with our own healing, you know, to get rid of any bitterness or resentment we have. You know, it, it makes the ch- child feel less conflicted. But you guys, it's biblical. Like we are called to be peacemakers. And in the book of Matthew, mm-hmm. it talks about that. And so, you know, God can do more than we could ever think or imagine when we are obedient to what his word says. And when we're called to be peacemakers mm. and when we follow through with that and when we act that out and when we have uh, faith in that and we're walking out and talking out our faith within that, God's going to bless our obedience in that. And, um, and even if that is not reciprocated yeah. by the other parent, at least you having done that and, 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 and knowing and understanding that in your heart, you've done what you can do. Again, God's going to honor that. And he's going to honor what you've done to mm. try to um, extend that olive branch. Yeah. When you're talking about it isn't reciprocate, I, I wouldn't even, if you're listening to this podcast and you're thinking, man, I, I just want a better, don't worry about if it's reciprocated or not. Don't worry about what the response is. Yeah. Worry about what you're doing and worry about the small things. You know, we, we have in our notes you know, the ark wasn't built in a day yeah. <laughs> and, and neither will this relationship be built yeah. in a day, Yeah. but it does smart. It does start with small gestures. Now we're talking a lot about the holidays and we've talked a lot about, you know, reaching out and, and maybe this is kind of a, maybe a bigger ask is like, Hey, why don't we work a little bit better of a schedule so that we both enjoy more time in the holidays with our children? Yeah. You may not get to that point right now, but you can get to small gestures. You can say things like, thank you. Mm-hmm. You can say things like, I appreciate you doing that. Yeah. You know, I, I really appreciate that. Or, you know, as transitions happen, you send them a text, say, you know, Hey, Johnny had a great time at your house this weekend. Thank you for that. Yeah. You know, these are, you look at opportunities. If you want to start building relationships with people, you have to say things to people that make them feel good. Yeah. You know, it's like, whether it's complimenting them or complimenting something that, that's happened, it, it creates an opportunity. What other small gestures can people, if people are just looking for a start, yeah. what other, what small gestures can they do? You know, I think some small gestures are if, if, you know, you have a set time, say, say you have been going by the papers because you and your co-parent or ex-spouse are not getting along. You guys, maybe it's, it's looking at your schedule and being like, you know what? it's not really going to be a big deal if Johnny is not here at six o'clock for dinner. Maybe you, you know, you just shoot a text or an email that says, Hey, you know, if you would like to have him for another hour or two for dinner, we're completely good with that. Like even just giving your time, you know, I love that you Mm -hmm. said, thank you, but even just giving a little bit of time, even, even just doing that, I think, Mm -hmm. um, is, is one place that you can start. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and I'd be amazed at what would happen um, through that process. I, I do want to point out one thing that I don't want to miss, because I know people are listening to this thinking, okay, building, extend an olive branch, create better relationship. Do not forget that the most important thing we can do to create a healthy co-parents relationship is pray for that parent. Mm-hmm. 
and be in prayer for your relationship. Ask God to soften hearts. Ask Him to build bridges. Ask Him to start doing the impossible of healing you from your divorce. That is a great first step. Absolutely. And these are the, the practical things that we can do. So being flexible with time, awesome. Offering to help, drop off, pick up, you know, providing snacks, whatever that is. You know, we we understand our other parent works. Yeah. So there may be opportunities that's like, hey, listen, I see this as a stressful situation for you. Mm-hmm. You know, you get off work at, you know, sometimes pickup is like at five o'clock, but you're getting off work at five o'clock yeah. and you're rushing through traffic to get here. Hey, don't worry about it. I'll pick him up at five. You can pick him up at the house at 530. Yeah. You know, again, you're, you're alleviating stressful situations because both parents are trying to be a good parent. Yeah. And so they're looking at it from the eyes of, I don't want to disappoint the children mm-hmm. by not following through on what I have told them I was going to do or what they're expecting to do. Yeah. So by giving the grace, by providing an area of grace, you're you're providing an easier transition, an easier way for that other parent to co-parent. Yeah. And I think, you know, just going and everything you, you've been saying is just, it, it's kind of going beyond maybe what you would normally do or maybe what your agreement is. Um, Just, you know, going beyond what is required of you and just asking God, hey, God, what would you have me do? Is there something extra that you want me to do? Um, And just being open to what he says, but being obedient to what he says, because oftentimes it's what he tells us. And when we do it and we're faithful in that, that there's breakthrough, Yeah, you know? So, you know, I think just being attuned to the Holy Spirit and just asking in those situations as well. Yeah. And I know a lot of people, you know, they're thinking in their mind, like, I don't want to do this because if I do it once, they'll expect it every time. Sure. And, and you know, a lot of times those court agreements are there for a reason because sure. you, you just can't have that. So I, I would also just gauge your situation. Yeah. You know, if you don't want to budge on time, you know, maybe it, again, it's just extending the olive branch of, you know, a thank you or, yeah. you know, making it a little bit easier for that other co-parent. It doesn't have to be. Uh, it, we, we don't want to we don't want to put out a situation where you feel like you just cannot go. Yeah. And you know, I think some other thoughts to consider too, is it's okay if you have tried to make peace annexed in the olive branch and it's not reciprocated. Yeah, That's okay. Your ex-spouse may not be, or co-parent may not be ready to go there yet, but um, just know that God's going to honor your obedience to continue to do that. And I would say reaching out multiple times, not just a one and done, you yeah. know, like um, it, it may be that there was a lot of trauma in your divorce or a lot of pain and hurt as there typically is, you know, it may be that your co-parent and ex-spouse does not trust you at all. So it's maybe it's repairing and having to rebuild that mm-hmm. relationship. And so, you know, it, again, just reiterating and asking multiple times, you know, maybe for three years, you offer to do a certain thing during the the holidays. And they're like, Nope, we're sticking to the papers. Nope. Well, you never know. Maybe that fourth year, fifth year, maybe it's the 10th year. They finally come around, their guard is down. And then there's an opportunity because you have extended that olive branch that now there's been a little bit of, of trust built up and then enough to where they can say, okay, I'm okay with doing this. And, um, and then just seeing what happens through that. Yeah. Seasons 
uh, are one of the most common, you know, occurrences we see in blended families. There are seasons for everything. Sure. There are seasons when your kids are very little. Yeah. There are seasons when your kids are in that, 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 you know, kindergarten to fifth grade. Yep. <laughs> There's a season when they're in that fifth grade, to eighth grade, where school becomes like this crazy, like, why are we having to do this? Yeah. Um, and then there's the high school season and then there's the adult season. Yeah. So again, I, I love what you said about you don't, don't feel discouraged if it what didn't happen the first time. Sure. Don't feel discouraged if, if this was not the season for that olive branch to work. Again, look at the character of your own heart. What are you doing? How are you trying to repair that? And just keep pushing forward. Uh, again, the holiday season, and I kind of want to backdrop this and while we're talking about this, it is such a great time to start building relationships that can ultimately be super beneficial for your children and for you. And for you, you can have a great co-parenting relationship. You can have a great uh, team to raise your children. And the holidays just provide that opportunity that they're just an opportunity where everybody's kind of going, okay, this is the end of the year. What do we want next year to look like? Yeah. What do we want to change next year? Mm-hmm. Um, and these are just, what can I do? Well, extend the olive branch. Yeah. Take one step forward. Yeah. No, that's good. And again, you guys, we have some questions that, um, yeah. you know, we want to, uh, I'm going to ask Scott. So, um, you know, what are some olive branch gestures that you've made in the past as a step parent towards Michael's dad that has, has really helped our situation. Yeah. And I'm going to speak from the stepdad perspective, obviously, you know, as a step parent, what did I look at in terms of, so we did a lot of things. Um, one of the things was, um, you know, looking for joint activities we could do with, with Michael. So I know we coached together, you know, Mike, when Michael was young, I know that we, we took those opportunities to, um, to build a a trust. We had a lot of open conversations. Um, I didn't as a stepdad, and then this is just two guys, you know, I think it's different when stepmom, you know, that those are a little different. I wanted to make sure that I, you know, one of the first things I ever remember about when Michael's dad and I had a conversation was me reiterating to him that I was not his dad, that I was his stepdad and that I would, I would, I would be under, um, under those kind of, you know, things. But as gestures, it's just constant communication. Mm -hmm. It is, uh, making sure that, you know, that I take his input, um, that I, you know, he respects me enough to take my input. I mean, those are the things that we did. What specifically in the holidays though? In the holidays, I think um, working out the schedule a little mm-hmm. bit. I mean, being kind of a, a, an open eye to have those conversations. I know a lot of times during um, um, like vacation seasons, it was like, hey, reaching out, going, hey, don't forget, you know, send me send me updates on your vacation. I think it was just the reminders of like, yeah. hey, you know, let, let's make sure that we're on the same page schedule wise. Yeah. Uh, that was a big thing that I think him and I we've always had good communication. So that, I think yeah. that was part of just respecting that. Yeah. I, I remember one time, um, dropping Michael off, we met halfway somewhere. And I remember I had, um, I had a box of donuts. I, we were at the donut store getting mm-hmm. donuts that morning. And I just was like, you know what, I'm going to bless him and his family with some donuts. And so, yeah. and it was early in the morning. So I, I got a dozen donuts and a few other things. And gave it to him. And I remember he was, he was like, Oh, thank you. You know, very, very pleasantly was surprised and was thankful for the donuts. So even just little things like that. Everybody loves donuts. No, who doesn't love donuts? I love yeah. donuts. So, um, last question I'm going to ask Vanessa, mm-hmm. 
What did offering the Olive Ranch require of you individually mm-hmm. or as a couple? Yeah. What, what, what did it require? So, um, well, I, as a couple, that would be you, you and me. me. Yes. But I think individually, I, it, you know, scripture reminds us that God opposes the proud, but he gives grace and favor to the humble. And so I think a lot of times it's just checking, checking your heart and making, laying that pride down, walking humbly, um, before the Lord, you know, in extending that olive branch. Cause I, I, I mean, I'll tell you, I mean, just to be completely honest, there's so many times when I didn't want to do it. Mm-hmm. And I just was like, no, like they don't deserve it. This happened in the past. They did this. And again, it's, mm-hmm. it's casting stones. And so I think a lot of it was just like, just learning to ask God. I, if I could have a ha- tattoo, it would be ask God because I think keep I, saying that. <laughs> I, I keep, I keep going back to that because it was just something that I learned along the way that, um, that if I ask him, he's going to tell me. And then if I'm faithful to do it, it never, he never fails. His word does not return void that when we are faithful in, in our obedience to the Lord, he's going to make a way and he's going to do some amazing things. And so, um, so I think one, it, it required me to die to my flesh and rely on the Lord, lay down my pride. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it, it also, it's self, it's just sacrifice. Like I I'm willing to sacrifice my time. I'm willing to sacrifice this with my son so that he can spend time with his dad who he, he may not have seen for the last three months because, you know, his dad has had to travel for work and things like that. So mm-hmm. it's a lot of self-sacrifice. And again, just asking the Lord, what do you want me to do for him? Is there mm-hmm. something specifically that he's laid on on, on, on your heart? Maybe it's buy them groceries. Maybe it's, um, do something nice for, for one of his brothers that's over there, yeah. you know, like by his new baby brother was born. So let's get him a cute outfit. Let's get him yeah. some diapers and toys when we don't have to. I think that, um, again, I just go back to asking the Lord and then, you know, laying down all of those things, um, that are not of him so yeah. that we can, um, so that we can find peace and unity. Yeah, no, I love that. And, and I, and I hope that if you're listening to this, that you've enjoyed this this series of podcasts where we're really diving into, you know, what did the holiday seasons offer as opportunities? What does God give us as an opportunity as we look at, you know, the, going through Thanksgiving, going through Christmas, and these amazing opportunities to be thankful and to celebrate? And yes, as a blended family, we have challenges. Yeah, no question about it. But what I've learn through this, you know, through the series is that we also have choices we can make mm-hmm. that can can literally change the trajectory, not only of your life, but for your children. Mm-hmm. So super powerful. Uh, really, really hope that if you, you're just watching this one, go back, watch the other three. They're really good. And uh, we hope uh, as a ministry, Blending Kingdom Families, that you have a wonderful Thanksgiving and Merry Christmas to you. Hope you have a great, wonderful day. Take care. Be blessed in all that you do. Hey guys, so glad you were here with us today and I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And you can find more resources from Blended Kingdom Families at blendedkingdomfamilies.com. Join us again next time as we hang out with more amazing podcast guests. And remember, nothing will be impossible with God.